0: Previously on Life.
1: I'd put good money on me ever able to get a guy off quicker than a woman could.
0: But I could have quite possibly stolen the Austin original. <laughs> so what have you been reading this week, Lawrence?
1: So I've just on one of my cousin's recommendations and it was the weirdest recommendation i ever had because he was like so it's a fantasy novel the main guy has leprosy and it kind of starts with like a sexual assault and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay <laughs> i was like well i'm obviously intrigued this sounds fucking weird but um i'm, I'm maybe 45 minutes into it and uh So the guy travels, I haven't got this far yet. This is from the description, but he travels to another fantasy universe where he no longer has leprosy and becomes the hero of the universe. But he says it's quite conflicting because somewhere in between or maybe somewhere just after, there's, there's basically a rape from the main character. And I'm like, how, like, I'm, I'm interested, I'm interested to see how it plays out because there's, so there's like nine books so, with the same character so I mean obviously there's some form of redemption arc after that yeah. so
0: uh, hold on this is the beginning of the series
1: yeah there's some form of sexual assault
0: so the beginning of the series starts with a leper raping a woman
1: I, said, it, I assume it's a woman but it was written in the oh sorry sorry so, <laughs> but...
0: so there's nine book series got that with, part, the, yeah. <laughs> with a leper raping somebody or something
1: and still being the hero
0: and then pre- proceeds to become the hero of nine or books I think
1: another, another universe where he's not a leper
0: how there's can been you, inklings yeah. of that like, how, can you, how can you become a leper and not a leper in another
1: well maybe the other universe has
0: antibiotics or whatever cures leprosy so I thought this book starts. This book starts with a leper who possibly finds somewhere else to cure his leprosy, and because he's cured his leprosy, he rapes somebody, and then that, eight other proceeds. It <laughs> that's pure speculation. <laughs> I haven't got that far yet. This doesn't seem like a synopsis that I don't want to get into.
1: <laughs> I was like, through, he said. He should say, if you don't like the first book, don't bother with the rest.
0: <laughs> oh god, that makes it—that makes the first book sound like it's the best of a tough read.
1: It's like, or oh, if you can't get behind the rapist, you're not going to ever get behind it for the next eight books. If you, you like, can't okay. get on the,
0: the good side of the bad man, then <laughs> fucking don't bother reading the next nine novels.
1: So yeah, that's uh, that is the Thomas Covenant series by. Um, <laughs> the author's name it's by running. Stephen Donaldson Stephen so, yeah, Donaldson I am, I am I mean I'm I'm not far enough in yet to have a proper opinion of it it seems fairly normal I mean the fact that he's got leprosy <laughs> is just
0: weird I mean am not going to lie <laughs> it seems fairly normal your whole synopsis is a leper rapes a woman and gets nine books out of it
1: <laughs> I, I haven't got to that bit yet all I've got to is the main character He's a leper.
0: He's definitely a a leper.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's lost a couple of fingers.
0: (laughs) Um, Add on. So, the main character has leprosy. He's lost a couple of digits, but he still writes books.
1: Well, he's struggling to write books. He wrote his first book, became famous, got lots of money. Then his wife has left him now because apparently leprosy is, you can. Pass it on to kids quite easily, according to the book. I'm not sure if it's scientifically
0: accurate, but yeah, I, th- I think that could be right. So, I do it's I don't think it's contagious, but it's hereditary. I'm, I'm I mean I'm not a leprosy. Is, <laughs> is it not
1: some sort of bacteria?
0: Leprosy. Leprosy.
1: Let's have a look. It Isn't
0: it? The way can you co- can you is, contract leprosy? Is an infection by the bacteria Mycobacterium leprae. Right, yeah. So so it is a, a living organism. Rather than a, yeah, like rather
1: than a hereditary disease. thing. Also, known as Hansen's disease. Ooh, I feel sorry for Hansen.
0: I don't want to fuck
1: <laughs> Bar for that motherfucker yeah. <laughs> <Fuck> Hansen. <laughs> but yeah, so not not much has happened to like towards the sexual assault or the fantasy element of the books.
0: So so far, you've understood that there's a leper who's lost fingers, is a famous author, and has writer's block. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's starting to get a bit <laughs> weird because it's now starting to get a bit weird, is it?
1: Yeah, because there's, there's people turning up that like he thought he saw someone across the road and he was like, ooh, and then turned to go and pay his bill. So it's, it's I mean, it was written in the 70s as well. Oh, I, 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 I'm genuinely <laughs> fucking interested to see how this turns out. I really am. Like the
0: like it's going to be very um,
1: curiosity at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, I assume it's going to be very PC.
0: It's, it's going to be beyond like, PC if been written,
1: written by a white dude in the 70s.
0: <laughs> to, to be fair, it's starting off with leprosy, so it's obviously yeah. you'll have HIV next. Well, so, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you literally have to tell us what it's like next time, yeah, uh,
1: but. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing <laughs> with this book. I have no idea where it's going
0: to go. I mean, of, of all the things, that's literally like the most random thing you could possibly come up with. A leper. A rapist leper, a rapist leper with write writer's <laughs> book. You know what I mean? To get nine series out of that, that's impressive.
1: Because the last one was written in like 2013, so it, it kept going for a long time. 77 to 2013.
0: That's like 40 years. It was, yeah. jo- it was a George R R Martin who wrote this, isn't it?
1: <laughs> he has other books, I believe, that have less rape and fewer lepers.
0: Does <laughs> the, uh, the, the song <laughs> sound as interesting? Funny enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get behind the, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> the non-leprosy based fiction. Non-leprosy rapist based fiction is not—it's not quite a niche most people go for. To be fair, but uh, yeah, let's let's know what it's like, please. Because, uh... <laughs> I'm really intrigued yeah. to not to not listen to it, but I want to know what happens. I don't want to get that involved. I want to know, but I don't want to get that involved.
1: Uh, I will continue, and I'll, I will update you.
0: <laughs> Persevere, I think's the words you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> well, Alice, I read uh, I read a memoir, which is quite interesting. Uh, Flee. Oh, from Chili Peppers—the bass player from the Chili Peppers. Yeah. Um, w- which is quite. Um, I mean, for me, I'm, a, I was a massive Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, certainly growing up. And then Flea releases memoirs, and I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. But then, uh, my brother said that he bought it for his missus, and I was like, "Well, I'll give it a read. I'm gonna give it a read." So I read it. And it and it wasn't like a memoir of his life up till now because he's mid fifties, mid to late fifties. It was a memoir from him to the beginning of the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: All oh, right, so like pre chilies,
0: yeah, with everything, everything, like the it pretty much ends the beginning of the actual Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: So it's it's like it almost ends at the point that you have known him.
0: It's yeah, pretty much, yeah. You didn't know. It's everything you didn't know about them, which is really insightful and quite nice to learn. Yeah. Which then led me on to Anthony Kiedis, which is a singer from the Chili Peppers, his autobiography, which I'd read before, but I'd never finished. i got like three quarters of the way through. But because I'd read... Not enough uh, leprosy and rape for you. But that's what I meant. I was just like, there's, just, there's no leprosy. <laughs> And where's the like There's no songs about lepers, and that just, just killed it for us. It's just lost <laughs> all interest, you know what I mean? We've got like 800 pages in, there's just no lepers, and I was like, this isn't for me. Yeah. So I was like, so I read Flea's memoirs in a weekend. And I was like, right, I'm going to start scar tissue again. So I read so what that. What's the difference
1: between memoirs and autobiography?
0: So memoirs is more of like a published uh, diary.
1: ah uh, Not like a, a, a written up book. It's, yeah.
0: And an autobiography is describing how it went. You know what I mean? And it, it, it is it is set out in a – not in a diary form, but in a kind of this happened then, then this happened, then this happened, and then this happened – where the is like we did this and then they describe and then and it follows on kind of thing. So so I read the memoirs, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I knew Scott Tissue went beyond the memoirs. And the thing is with Flea, he said that he didn't read Anthony's biography because they're so much in love with each other as friends and the but they're also chalk and cheese as people. Yeah. So he didn't want to read what Anthony wrote about him and it upset him. And he didn't expect whatever he wrote Anthony to read and it be kind of conflicting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I so, see that.
0: so I read the memoirs and then I read Kedis's biography. And to be honest, they're exactly the same. So, oh, for so the, they tell the same stories from each like, the side express yeah, yeah. so Flea will express what he thought Anthony would feel and then Anthony would express what he feels and what Flea would feel and they would live with the exactly <laughs> well, the same, same. The, 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 honestly they was so in total it was unreal like like Flea would see how, how he was soft and how he felt about Anthony and Anthony would feel how he felt Flea was so soft but how he would flee and how he happened and it's like as although they were scared about each other's opinions both opinions aligned and it was a good read. So then, obviously, Anthony's then went on to about two thousand and one, two thousand and two. But for me, which is very insightful, because I wanted to to know that, you know what I mean? And I enjoyed both books, and it rekindled the love for the Red Hot Chili Peppers that I had years ago. And it was, yeah, no, I was, I quite enjoyed it, to be fair. Right. Which then got me on that to. That's quite interesting. Not, not re- It really is because, as much as I love music. As you do yourself, the yes. the thing the thing with music is if I enjoy your band, if they've got a good backstory, it makes that band better. It does, yes, it does. So you've you've got the people yeah. like the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters are a great band, but if you look into the history and Dave Grohl was one of the greatest drummers in the world for Nirvana, it it exponentiates. You know what yeah. I mean? It makes it. Makes it it makes doesn't. It, was. it doesn't excuse bad music. But if there
1: is a band that produces good music and has a good backstory, it's yeah. complimentary.
0: Yeah. That's it. So when I, when I got into music and I found the chili peppers and I found the history they had had, when you read it, like Anthony Kiedis is a fucking ridiculously massive heroin addict.
1: Oh, yeah. Cause Under the Bridge was a song about heroin, wasn't it?
0: That's right. Um, that whole album is pretty much about fucking addiction honestly there's a there's a film documentary called bob and the monster right and it's about this bloke called bob forrest you've never heard of bob forrest have you no god no exactly right so this bloke bob forrest he was a musician he was a singer he was more of like a singer port he's a bit like ian jury do you know ian jury hit me with your rhythm stick ring the bell Hit me with your rhythm stick. Your rhythm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was injury. Injury wasn't a singer; it was a poet, right? A bit like uh, John Cooper. Well, a bit more of a singer than Johnny Cooper Clark. Johnny Cooper Clark is a, a a punk poet. He writes poetry to fuck with political people, or you know what I mean—that kind of like fuck you attitude, but in poetry injury was the same. He was a poet, but someone got him to sing. Uh, so okay. it's it's not yeah. about it's not so much about him singing. It's about his poetry. Yeah, it's more about the words than his. It's more about the words. Ability. So when you read scar tissue, you find out that Anthony Kiedis, he isn't a vocalist. He's actually a poet. And the words he writes aren't just random songs. They're actually about things that happened in his life and things that are happening in his life. So there's, like, um, the songs about Sinead O'Connor, who he was dating. The song is about Mel C, who he was dating. I mean, a lot of them, to be fair, about women who he dated. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a handsome chap, and he uh-huh. likes to fuck, you know what I mean? But, you, you like, a lot of them... If if you realise that the song isn't just lyrics of a random song and the actual poetry, when you listen to the lyrics, it makes a lot more sense of actually who he is. So you, you respect them more than them just being, yeah, the wrote a song. You know, you listen to Oasis and you've got Noel Gallagher going, you know, about strawberry lemonade You know, it's just like there's the difference between someone actually creating this connection with poetry to someone who just writes lyrics. And he explains that throughout the the biography. Venice Queen, which is a song on the By The Way album. It's fucking it's an amazing, beautiful song. But if you listen to the lyrics, when he tells you what it's about, it's about this woman who was like a promoter for them called Gloria. And it just creates it just opens this thing up that creates this thing that it's not just a song. Because the song's got a, like a meaning.
1: Yeah, it's almost like an homage to that person.
0: That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And then when then he like in the book, they'll put a snippet of the song in and and, and it shows why it was what it was. And you go, Fucking hell, that's not just a song. It's a homage to that thing or that person and you create that connection and as much as, yeah, it's not a biography, it actually creates that connection between the songs and what you feel when you listen to it. Yeah,
1: well,
0: that sounds quite good. Yeah, which is which is really That's nice, good. especially if you're into it, you know what I mean? If you're not into it, then obviously... It but especially it if
1: sense. you know the songs.
0: So if you know the songs, and you know some of the lyrics
1: to the songs, to actually get some meaning behind them as well.
0: Yeah, like you say, with uh, Under the Bridge, and it is literally about he fell out with the guitarist at the time, John Vichonti, and he fucked off. And then he's coming back and saying about all the, the the thing that happened afterwards to then put it into a song. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really connective. Like you say, it it only matters if you're into it. Same with Dave Grohl and stuff like that. It'll only matter if you're into their music, but it's that connection between it's, they're not just sitting, singing, Random shit. It's got this meaning behind it, which is. It's interesting
1: because um, do you know the band Clutch?
0: I've heard of them. I couldn't say well, I'm they're not... like
1: a stoner rock band. But I remember hearing years ago. I don't know if this is true. I can understand it from some of the lyrics that Neil Fallon, the lead singer, the lyrics would not quite be nonsense, but had zero meaning because when you break up with the woman, you don't want to keep singing about her for the next 20 years. So that was the logic behind it. So that's like almost the opposite stint. It's like, yeah, these are not quite random words. They go together, but that sentence doesn't make sense. But I can sing that until I die quite happily.
0: Yeah. So he's wrote a song about a woman and went, right, what is the exact opposite of this? He went, right, I'll write a song about that because it makes no fucking sense to no one.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, It's not about anybody. It's not about anything. They're just words that sound nice.
0: I'll make that work. No
1: emotional connection. Boom.
0: No, so yeah. So from that, I then got speaking to my brother again. And I also heard on a podcast that Matthew McConaughey has a a book out. Now, it's not an autobiography. It's more of a memoir. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was on Rogan, wasn't
0: he? And it's supposed to be fucking really good. So I think I'm going to read that next, after the book I'm reading now. Which I don't want to give too much away, what I'm reading now. Because I work on building sites, but because I'm lucky enough to work in an office on a building site, I'll sit and read in the office. However... (laughs) The site manager I've got at the minute decides he wants to watch fucking TV shows at bedtime. So I can't read oh, a book when he's listening to fucking random American TV shows on his iPod without earphones and really fucking loud. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I have started the book. But I don't want to give it away yet. I'm not, I reckon you might have read it. Or, it's, right. a, or it's on your list to read. I'm reading it because it's it's one of them books that everybody's reading. Oh, read, the
1: hundred to read before you die or some shit like
0: that. Kind of, yeah. but it's one of them that certainly at the minute, everyone's like quoting. I, I read a thing saying uh, the top you read four.
1: You 1984?
0: Books. You're such a dickhead, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. I read a quote saying like the top four books that are quoted by people who've never read it. And one of them was 1984. Yeah. I was like, I've never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a read. I'm literally like, I'm halfway through the first, I knew you, I didn't want to tell you because uh, I knew you'd fucking know. <laughs> Have you read it? Yeah. it See, I knew you'd read <laughs> for the, it. Yeah. For the same
1: reason, for the same reason, I started yeah. it for the same reason. I was like, I've never read this. Everyone talks about this and Animal Farm as well. I was like, I've never read them. But once I, I picked them up, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. That guy's good.
0: So I've, I've, I've read like, yeah. half the first, halfway through the first chapter and I'm like, so intrigued. But like, I haven't got. I haven't had time to sit and read it properly, and I was like, I, I don't want to sit and just blasey read it because it needs actual time devoted to it. Yeah, yeah, it's something you need to concentrate on. But I literally picked it up off in the back of pe- people see they've read it, caught this, but they've never read it, and it was 1984. I was like, right, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it. <laughs> I'm going to read it. So I started reading it, and then, like, the, blo- the bloke who I share a, a container with, there's only me and him in the office, and he's, like, got a, brings an iPod. The week I want to start reading the book, brings a fucking iPod in and starts blasting fucking TV shows out over it. I'm like, fuck's sake.
1: What you need to do is just buy him a pair of earphones.
0: Well, yeah, am I might just, just give him earphones. I'm going to fucking put them on for fuck's sake. Some of us are educated, don't you know? <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I, I I've started to, to code this book. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a decode this book and not be a dickhead. Uh, so yeah, I've started reading 1984. Spelt 1984, not the letter, the numbers, not numerically 1984. I was going to get the audiobook but I paid 99 pence for the fucking for the book form. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did I not read somewhere that it was did they not put it as the numerical 1984 but then it was changed by the Publishes no, it was
0: it was originally the the word 1984. 84 right and the, and, and, then, it to, and then they changed it to the numerical version to make more hip and happening.
1: Yeah, oh that makes sense.
0: Yeah, so but no, like I say, I've I've read off the first chapter and it seems very. I actually read the bit where he he was writing it in the Isle of Jura, and I think he wrote the whole thing on the Isle of Jura, kinda. Right, and and that because the way that that place was reflects in the book. Not that I've ever been there, do you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Tried <laughs> the whiskey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I quite like the whiskey. I have no other. I have no other relevance to the place whatsoever. But yeah, that kind of. Uh, I started reading that after I read like the four people caught and then you look into it a bit more. And, yeah, yeah,
1: I did. a, um, but exactly the same reason I I've read it now but I first tried to read Aldous Huxley's Brave New World and I, I just could not get into it couldn't fucking get into it at all and then maybe last year I was like right I'm gonna try it again got the audio book was like I struggled to past where I got to originally and it was a it was a much better book but again that's one of those where it's like it's such a pivotal book that everyone talks about. You'd be kind of like, well, I feel like I've got to at least read this, even if I forget everything that happened in it. At least I've read it once.
0: Yeah. At least I've gone, yeah, I've read that. Yeah. yeah what happened that. in it? I can't quite remember because it was shit, but I have read it. Yeah.
1: It's a 50% zone out, but still, I read it.
0: Yeah. It's on my list. I was at it. Um, I've gone. Nicola's cousin got married in London in St Paul's Cathedral under underneath so if you if you got an, an OBE or an MBE you right. or your kid can get married at St Paul's Cathedral at the chapel underneath the main chapel her um husband uh, was the son of an OBE or an MBE or something of that sort. So anyway, they got married down in London. It was, I was amazed when it was really nice, beautiful, absolutely stunning. Um, I've completely forgot what the fuck I was going to say now. <laughs> 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 uh, shit. Fuck I what was we're ta- just
1: getting excited that which one of the Jacksons had an OBE. I, exactly. And so they're, married, marry, they're married to
0: an OBE. What were we talking about? What the fuck were we talking about?
1: Or oh, reading books that... Popular and
0: pivotal. Oh, that was it? Yes, right. So anyway, <laughs> I went. So we got married. Anyway, we went to the night do afterwards. And what she wanted, I think she wanted like old things on the night do. Anyway, like, there was like books holding like a candle in the middle. Right. And, and I found this book that was holding a candle in the middle. There was Emma by Jane Austen. Yeah, you know Jane Austen. Right. I know, yeah, Pride and Prejudice generally. Yeah, who wrote Pride and Prejudice? One one of our other books was Emma. I think of Emma. You never right. heard of Emma. No, it was it was like it was on par with Pride and Prejudice. But this just wasn't a random book. This was like an an original print book, you know what I mean? That someone had found in a charity shop and went, like, Oh, I found this book. This was a fucking It's like a fucking first edition one. That's what I mean. This was like an well, like I looked at this book and I said, "No, when this isn't this isn't just a book." And Nick was going, "Who's Emma? What's Jane Austen?" I'm like, "No, no." I was like, "Like, like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I am completely not within the literature market." I was like, "Well, Emma is one of our books, and this isn't a reprint in the 1980s. This is like, I was like, I think this is one of the original fucking prints." So. I want a like, I'm taking this book home because I think this is a book that could be worth something. I've still got it in my box. Hang on a minute.
1: You stole a book from
0: from a wedding. Yes. I, I could have. I could have quite possibly stole a Jane Austen original from a wedding from St Paul's Cathedral. Yes. I haven't read it, but I have it. I, I do have it. You can take the boy out of Sunderland eh? there. That's it. That's correct. But I will pinch anything that is not nailed down (laughs) and might be valuable. Yeah, like I literally looked at this book and went, that could have more value than a kebab. I am taking it. (laughs) Yeah, she'd never heard of it. And I'm like, no, this is like one of Jane Austen's finest of works. And I think this could be an original print. (laughs) It's like, the fuck you're on about. I'm like, just shut up and put it in your handbag, will you, for fuck's sake? Oh so you made her steal it. Well not I stole it just in their presence. <laughs> <laughs> using Well, It wasn't stealing. People had bought it for the wedding. I just thought it was a free gift <laughs> to anyone on that table. <laughs> 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 you know, we got candles and then a free original print of any GNOS and book we like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which worked out quite well in my behalf. I got Emma. I'm not- I'm not gonna
1: lie, that probably sounds like something I could believe happens at weddings at St. Paul's Cathedrals. Here's a
0: first edition for everybody. Yeah. Like oh. oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyone like a Charles Darwin's so original in evolution? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'll signed. take I'll take yes. it. <laughs> do we have a Philip? This is signed to Philip. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I, I can believe that happens. <laughs> I don't know if you know do you know Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura? the comedians no No. so they they've got a podcast they're both comedians they've got a podcast and in it they were discussing so nick put this episode on for me it fucking killed me they were discussing so he said to bert what would you do like if if your wife died how long would it take before you sort of moved on and bert was like oh honestly probably sooner than people would like he was like, maybe three months I'd be dating, but I wouldn't want to get married straight away because people would be talking. People would be like, oh, my God, he shouldn't be doing this. This is too soon. But he was like, yeah, probably about three months I'd be in another relationship because I'm a relationship type of person. And then Tom says, what would you do if I died? And Bert's like, oh, my God, I don't think I'd ever be able to
0: replace you. <laughs> he's
1: crying with laughter. And he's like, oh my- I know this is what Leanne wants to hear, his wife. I know this is what my wife wants to hear, but... If you died, I'd never get over you. <laughs> oh, it's like you killed me. Makes sense. Anyway, one, it does. I can understand that. Like, obviously, your wife is meant to be your best friend, but uh, it's kind of different.
0: I've never yeah. wanted to have sex with my best friend. I mean, because like, I'm not gay. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, I was
1: going to say, yeah. It's not the attraction there. No. But if your best friend got a sex change, at least you know if he knows his way around a penis.
0: Not necessarily, though. Just because he's got one, doesn't mean what he does is the same as what you do. I mean, there's very little you can do with it. The pretty. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got a very similar function between between it, but.
1: I'd put good money on me being able to get a guy off quicker than a woman could.
0: Oh, no, with techni- with, no, with no, technique, no, no, no,
1: with technique only, with technique only. <laughs> right, so Glorial,
0: Glorial. There you
1: go, Gloriel.
0: Yeah, we would have to use That's the same. I reckon, ah, see, I I could, but what would be the control environment? Because you'd well, have to use the same the person.
1: Like, yeah, but then it'd have to be. They'd have to have the same day twice. Yeah, because them two days apart.
0: Yeah, because you couldn't do it straight after, because obviously that wouldn't work. But each day, that person. Yeah, would that would be slight-
1: biased towards the secondary.
0: Yeah, and then, but each day that person might be feeling slightly horny to the other. So you'd have to kind of create a controlled environment. If this person doesn't go anywhere, or do anything,
1: you'd need say, two days that were the same beforehand.
0: So you'd, you'd have to put them in a hotel room with nothing for two days, and then the woman, and then two days. The oh,
1: the same thing. Uh, yeah, for two days. Because
0: or you, have to you use just the same
1: multiple people.
0: Um, yeah, but you'd have to use the same multiple of people though on the same on the same people. Because each person necessarily have
1: to use the same person, you just have to use a large enough number. Because otherwise, you can't really do tests on the same person twice with two different variables, can you? Like when you do clinical trials, you can't test the same person with
0: the placebo and the non placebo. So, what you do is just get enough of them. (laughs) But that's a large number of people that masturbate, (laughs) to be honest with you. That is a large number of people. (laughs) I'm still still confident in my abilities. But your hands send them in, send them in. (laughs) Yeah, your hands are different. Your hands are maybe not different because you just want a plant on a daily basis and masturbate <laughs> compared to a woman. See, so what, like, because I work in construction, I've got pretty rough hands.
1: Yeah, but that's that's part of the thing, isn't it? Like, my hands I suppo- it, yeah, I suppose, because be my, hands, my hands are the, the same hands, obviously,
0: for me. Yeah,
1: it's not the like other way you could do it hand. would be to get some of the people and. Use her hand, but put my hand over it to control like the, the action, <laughs> and then vice versa. So her technique with my hand.
0: Right. So what you'd have to do, you'd have to use a sleeve, not hands, a sleeve, a flashlight.
1: Yeah. There you go. So you you take away the effect of the hands. Yeah.
0: But then, but then again, that does that changes the technique because that doesn't alter your grip. Fiddling. You just want gloves. Filling with the end, you suppose, yeah, you could. You could wear like a thick enough glove, where it was the same way you could control the grip, when and where yeah. you wanted to. Still confident. <laughs> I'm. I'm still confident. <laughs> Before a woman, I'll give Stormy Earth Daniels. Far, a ring. I'll get in touch with Stormy Daniels. I heard she needs the money. Uh, And we'll see see what we're going to come up with. (laughs) I'll build a glory hole. I'll get a thousand men on board. Because what we could do is save the sperm and donate it. See? Good. Um, Good for the world.
1: They they have to sign up to donate
0: the sperm. Anonymously. Right, Um, I'll get in touch with the sperm bank. And Depending
1: dad. on the country, anonymous
0: doesn't matter anymore, does it? Because
1: they have a right to find out who their dad is. Yes. So do, people exactly. have given sperm in the past anonymously, and it's like, oh, by the way, we've changed the law.
0: Yeah, give us CSA kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I want Look, eighty quid a week for every child that we've created I, from sperm anonymously.
1: I wanted to buy a fucking PlayStation. I needed some money. I didn't expect kids.
0: <laughs> yeah that's it, it I just wanted the new Playstation so I whacked off in a dodgy sperm bank and now <laughs> and now I'm being accountable for £100 a week for the child maintenance right I will I'll do that then I'll get in touch with the sperm bank and a porn star who's willing to masturbate off a thousand men that'll work I mean F- £500 I just, eight.
1: Yeah, you have to pay that though
0: what the porn star?
1: Yeah, they're not going to do it for free for science.
0: Oh shit, yeah.
1: And if they're being paid, I kind of want paid as well, otherwise. Ah, see you Then, no. then you're, in, you're introducing a variable there because she's being paid to do something, so she might be a bit more committed. Whereas I'm like, I just want to be proved right. But
0: oh, I would be more committed yeah, to be proven right than being paid.
1: Depends how much they're paid. If it's like five grand, I'm quite happy to be wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to also get paid five grand.
1: I'm quite happy to have egg on my face, metaphorically.
0: Oh right, I so you both get paid the same. Then it's just a matter of principle. What we need to do is we need to find a woman with the same principle.
1: She's confident she can get a guy up
0: quicker than I can. She's up for yeah. the competition, yeah. And then that way it's a head on head, head to head. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended.
1: Competition I'm pretty sure she'd win
0: that one. <laughs> well, there's money involved. <laughs> Everything has a price, Lawrence. Everything has a price. I,
1: yeah, something I can't practice.
0: <laughs> you could. You could get a, a yeah, rubber one. I,
1: I haven't I haven't achieved that. You could get a rubber one. <laughs> you could get a, a rubber, rubber.
0: What, Rib. So that I can go right down. <laughs> Not on yourself. You could get a. But it doesn't matter because you would know the technique that you would like that you could do on some on the on the the fake one.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. There'd be no messing around with random strokes and shit. It'd be like business done. Fucking go. That's it.
0: Straight to the point.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? I I, I stand down that one. As well. I reckon I, think... <laughs> <laughs> but... I reckon I'd stand a pretty. I'm less confident on that one, but I reckon I'd stand a pretty good shot.
0: Having the sperm bank ask if they accept spat out semen. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get a thousand people together, a woman who wants the competition and see who wins.
1: Yeah. I
0: think it's... Uh, what's a minimum? You, you said five grand before, but that was for wanking off.
1: Oh, God, the suck off.
0: 500, dude.
1: <laughs> At five grand, that's $10 a person. That's too cheap. I'm pretty sure hookers get paid more than that.
0: You're not far off, yeah.
1: I'd want, it can't be £10 for a blowjob, that just seems absurd.
0: I'd say at least 20 10 you see, but now, they've got to use condoms. So it's not like they're spitting anything out. And if you get a flavoured one,
1: <laughs> I could literally just make them all wear banana flavoured condoms.
0: I mean, if if you like bananas, then yeah, fair enough.
1: Just like I've been practising, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what they taste like. I imagine it'll taste more like the fake banana medicine than the actual banana, but...
1: Yeah, honestly, I think my minimum's probably... It's going to be absurdly high.
0: Monty class is absurd.
1: Oh, God. So...
0: So I mean, I'm, I'm, to be fair, out of all this, I'm in for a blowjob, man. So, <laughs> name your price. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to know your price.
0: <laughs> I want to know what I'm dealing with. So, it,
1: oh, God, I'd want, like, 50 quid a head would be 25 grand. That's not a year's wage. I'd probably want a year's wage. 50 guys, a couple of minutes each.
0: 500. Yeah,
1: I'd, I'd want it. Oh, sorry, 500 guys, a couple of minutes.
0: So, eight, I don't. It's like A two hundred minutes? 326 in a, in a year. So that's like more than one a day. So, if you want holiday... Oh, no,
1: no. I'd, I'd, I'd be doing it. Um,
0: on stop. doing it in a row. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get this do all done with. I'd year off. i am doing an
1: eight-hour shift. It's not
0: mental. I'd get a double five five minutes on an eight-hour shift.
1: So... 16 hours
0: yeah that's a long time what's that tw- you could do 12 an hour
1: One eight hours 1 divided by
0: 60 is 16 no you, do, you don't that's want to do more than an 8 hour shift minutes. though do you so you get 12 done an hour on an 8 hour shift that's 96 a day ah oh, that's still a week so you just, I mean yeah that's, that's a week See, yeah, but fire's remorse had set
1: in after like two days.
0: <laughs> after two, Just after two days. <laughs>
1: like two days, going to sleep and waking up and being like, "Oh fuck,
0: man, me throw so."
1: <laughs> not deep for in the man?
0: Dick. <laughs> <laughs> might see. you, you might not have a choice. This is for science, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is pure scientific research. <laughs> <laughs> so it does that. This is to make you feel better against a woman.
1: So I'm confident in my uh, masturbation abilities.
0: <laughs> so, what have you been watching?
1: So, I've, I've just started watching um, "Connected" on Netflix.
0: Ooh, what's that about?
1: So, it's a show by Latif Nasser, the guy from Radio Lab.
0: Right. Now, I'm familiar so, with Radio Lab. So, the show
1: is, I suppose, it's documentary style. It's a bit like Radio Lab. Things that. A bit like the, uh, Radio Lavia, um, weird things and how they're connected. So, like one show was on dust, and then it'll start in like the desert, and then how dust reduces the effect of um, hurricanes, uh, ends up in the, the rainforest, and all sorts of things like that. It's like how things are connected. But the one I watched today it was Benford's Law. I don't know if you're familiar with Benford's Law. Not quite. So, basically, when you measure Pretty much anything or any sort of series of numbers, you're gonna get the first digit of all of the, I made the majority of those numbers, it's gonna be a one. So, like 30% of the numbers are gonna have a one as the first digit. And then I think it's like 17% as a two. And then it drops down to like less than 5% have a nine as the first digit. And that law stands for like everything. So, if you measured the distance between, the distance from Earth to other galaxies. You'd map out each to each galaxy, and it doesn't matter yeah. what you did it in. If you did it in, like, metres, uh, miles, Andes, it would follow Benford's law. So about 30% of the numbers would start with a one. About 17% of the numbers would start with a two. And it's, like, it's prevalent everywhere. They even did it with some music. They got some, like, Mozart, and they counted so, the rest of each um, note, so that note is one beat, that note's two beats, three, still followed Benford's law. Because one handy way to use it is say taxes. So, if your tax, like normally numbers in a ledger would follow Benford's law, most of them will have a one at the beginning, two, three, four, and it'll drop like that, like a curve. Yeah. If they don't follow Benford's law, then you get curious and like, oh, why doesn't this fit?
0: Yeah, yeah. So if it didn't seem to follow the right pattern, you'd go, "That's odd." If there's
1: too many eights. You're like, "Well, that's weird. Let's investigate that." And it was discovered by some guy. So they used to have, uh, oh god, I can't remember when it was. Early 19th century, I think. Like a logarithmic book that basically just had maths in it to say if you're doing maths, so it'd be like the log of this number and this number, you just scroll to the page. Oh, it's this. Okay. And
0: it I don't want to talk
1: about the, logarithms. The really early pages were one. <laughs> You're not a fan of logarithms, Andy? No,
0: I did them in college. They're a fucking nightmare. They're horrible. But
1: yeah, I mean that's why they, that's why they made the books so you didn't have to do them. You just look up in the book and go, "Okay, go to the page, done." But the guy noticed that all of the early pages were really well worn, but the later pages weren't. So from that, so there was a
0: pattern of everyone using the same rhythm. Like that was the, the, these the most
1: common numbers yeah, yeah, but it just shows up everywhere and that's on Netflix Netflix really good show and what's it called um, other than that I've been
0: connected I don't who who, who, uh, who presents it
1: Latif Nasser
0: Latif Nasser is um,
1: and I mean if you and he's quite easy oh it's it's his enthusiasm I'm like it's, it's nice it's endearing it's like how are you in, is, so
0: enthusiastic it, over this? But Is it a bit like, oh my God, my mind's gone again. <laughs> uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson.
1: No, like actual enthusiasm, like childlike enthusiasm, <laughs> no, like not, facial not expression speaking. enthusiasm.
0: <laughs> not like I'm getting paid to be enthusiastic about exactly. this, but I'm yeah. genuinely enthusiastic about this.
1: If, he, if it's just because he's getting paid, then he's a fantastic actor.
0: <laughs> give him an Oscar yeah. he's like he's like Wolf Flanagan give him an Oscar
1: uh, if you told me he hates his job I would be shocked
0: I'll give that a go but no that sounds well that sounds right up my street anyway <laughs> I thought I, did you watch um? did you watch that series with the fucking Jesus man my mind's gone completely blank. What's that fit bloke called? That fit bloke called? Oh, my God. What is going on with my head today?
1: I mean, you're going to have to know. exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zac Efron.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Did you watch it? No, that's the Netflix Zac Efron thing, isn't it?
0: Yes. I have I'm not going to say I'm not going to say it. The bloke that he did it with. Because that that man deserves more credit than he's worth.
1: Who? Zac Efron or the other guy?
0: No, no, the other guy. I don't want to say, have you watched that program with Zac Efron and that bloke in it? Because in all fairness, that other bloke deserves just as much credit as the Efron does. Uh, Zac Efron down to earth with Darren O'Leary. Have you, have you watched the series at all? I haven't. I've heard a lot about it. Right, so Zac Efron, as you know, is Zac Efron, who is this all-singing, all-dancing, very fucking Hollywood sexy man. Darren O'Lion is a very healthy, a very Adonis kind of fella. Fucking, I'm Googling. And, and, and they've, they've ended up on this path together. And in all credit to Zach Efron, he's, he's very good at it. You know what I mean? He portrays the story. He comes across very well and he, he extrapolates, and whether he extrapolates or whether whoever else extrapolates and makes him see it, he does it very well. But this the lion again, is the same. He, he's all for the healthiness and the... The planet and such like, and it is a very good informative series on Netflix that is very eye-opening. I think the most eye-opening one is the water. The inner and there's there's Zach, Darren, and, and uh Anna Kendrick. Do you know Anna Kendrick? Yeah, the actress. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, the actress who from Pitch Perfect and other such films um and in the in this restaurant in LA and there's a smellier you know what a smellier is don't you a wine person this is a water smellier ooh it's so like waters from different places yes oh I fucking so it that turns, sounds awesome so what it turns out is different waters from different places have different uh microbes per million of course, yeah yeah so what happens is they go to the smellier, and he shows them each particular water per microbes per million. And they're blown away by the difference in taste per waters. And then for me, like out of all of the series, the whole series is mad. and um, But the water one for me, is it's very eye-opening to see like the waters per million and where to go and get the waters from. And now France has this water system for anyone to have free water anywhere and everywhere it's like honestly it's fountains and things do you mean or yeah like like fountains throughout the whole of certainly throughout the whole of paris of this filtered water everywhere so you go and get this you go and buy a bottle obviously a plant tree Healthy bottle, you know what I mean, and then you go and get your water wherever. The, whole, the honestly, the whole thing's mental. That that episode stood up me more than the other ones, right. but the other ones are very insightful. It's honestly, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Do you think Zac Efron's a bit of a bell end? actually, I,
1: I watched Baywatch and I fucking loved Zac Efron.
0: I've, I haven't watched I haven't watched it yet, but I want to watch it. Oh, it's it on me. It's me to watch this.
1: Yeah, I've never watched any of the high school films, but um, he was in Baywatch. He was also in Bad Neighbors with Seth Rogen, and he he played Fucking
0: that brilliant. role excellently. He did absolutely brilliant. Which, like, when he started and he was in the the singing bullshit and all that shit, you thought Zach Efron. But, I mean, but then he's done these he's done these niche things where you go, mm, I quite like him. Yeah, but it's Zach Efron. You know what I mean? But then honestly. Watch Down to Earth with Zach Efron and you'll completely change your opinion of him? Well, I hope not. Because no, 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 you like him. Yeah. No, 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 you'll you'll prefer him, you'll think you'll think okay. better of him. My opinion of him will raise. Which is again, like you can't put it down to Zach. You've got to obviously put it down to the production team and, and this Doran as well. Yeah. And that the yeah, I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything, but like at the end of the series, as much like for what they've promoted throughout the whole series, when you get to the end, it's very hard hitting. Right. And you kind of go, they've, they've done this whole series kind of based loosely on what happens at the end. And it's, and you've got so invested in the people you feel it kind of hits you quite hard. And it's like that, yeah, okay. you understand, life. It, it, you know, you watch the whole series kind of going, oh, yeah, we need to be better at the planet and stuff. And then the series finishes and the way it finishes, you kind of go, it's it's not just a, a TV show that we see online. This is genuine life. We actually do, meet, do need to make a difference.
1: I will um I will add that to my ever
0: expanding list of shows to watch. <laughs> shit to watch. What else is on your list? I will tell you what was on your list. Are you up to date with Wonder Vision?
1: I haven't watched number four. I've watched number three,
0: but not number four. I watched number. Is number three in colour? So number three is black, the baby and the um uh, the black woman that arrives and disappears. Yes. Yeah, so she has the baby. Last in the last episode you watched, episode three. So I'm up to date with episode three. So episode four I'll probably watch tomorrow. It's, I mean, look, I, I get the American old style.
1: Because each episode is an American show, episode. isn't it?
0: Yeah, which I get. However, I'm also not American, so I maybe don't get it as much as what the Americans do. 'Cause each episode I thought, oh, it'd be which episode. Oh no no. The next episode's to be oh no, that's not. But yeah, it's it's been is, is each episode's been all uh, the first episode was alright, but the end finished going I might watch the second. The, so and then the second I
1: started watching it and I was like, Okay, is this just gonna be cheesy thirties comedy all the way? So I skipped to the end. Yeah. And I saw, like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll go back and I'll watch it because that's, that's the only thing that's key for me. And yeah, uh, skip to the end, <laughs> no, and you realize that wasn't
0: this two bit load of rubbish,
1: yeah. And each ending has been like, oh, so I feel
0: like you could probably just, if someone makes a super cut of the endings, puts them together, <laughs> yeah, you might get an all right TV show, yeah, or an all right episode. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I watched the first one, and like it got 25 minutes, whatever it is. It got right like, at the end, I went, this is a bit shit. And then the ending kind of went, oh, but actually, I might watch the next episode. So then I watched the next episode, and I went, oh, well, this is a bit shit. And then I got the end, and went, actually, I might watch the next episode. <laughs> there's, there's, some, there's something there. And then the last episode was a lot more, like, intriguing.
1: Yes, that fence.
0: Yeah, like it, it felt like there was something. There was something there. So uh, when, so obviously you're seeing when the black woman got expelled.
1: Yep, at the end of. But that, like, so that that seemed like modern times.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I mean. So she got expelled, and then the army turned up, and there was a force field around something. Yes. But, it makes you be think like she was putting a force field around, and they were trying to infiltrate it.
1: Ah, so she is because vision vision didn't come back when he got dusted. He did yeah, yeah, but he he got this the what no whichever stone ripped out of his head mm. and died However, oh, whatever it was. But and he doesn't have the stone in his head in the series, does it? I can't, no. I can't remember him having it. So when is it set? Because if, if, if he comes back from I the
0: dusting... I don't think it's set when he's actually alive. I think it's her imagination. So the whole thing is... Creating a in scenario. Because I, I, I read some so, comments about um, the comics where she she
1: like basically made everyone who is a mutant have zero powers anymore. Throughout the whole Marvel She's very powerful. yeah. I wonder if that's got something
0: to do with it. Well, like you see, when, when the in the last episode, when the last got expelled, it showed you a military base, and everyone went to pick her up from military wagons and whatnot, and there seemed to be this kind of dome around an area. So I think she's created this psyche dome, and she knows what's happening, but she's trying to live this perfect world of the things she saw and grew up with.
1: Yeah, the things she
0: recognised Yeah. Because she knows that Vision's dead. But doesn't want to accept it. And she doesn't want to accept anything that's happened. So in episode two, when the bloke with the bee suit comes up and is like, no, I'm not having it. She skips back yeah, 10 seconds. And she's pregnant. And then every all of a sudden, everything's fine. So it makes me think as if she knows what's happening. She knows that she's not in the right situation, but she can't handle it. So she's creating this world. And these people, are everyone she knows that's not in the world, her and Vision, are trying to infiltrate it to get her out.
1: Yeah, I can see that. You've got a really hyped for episode 4 now, did you? <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know where this lies within the timeline of her from when Vision dies to when she beats Thanos. Because in Endgame, she says, you took everything from me. And Thanos goes, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Paraphrased, but yeah. But yeah, sorry, <laughs> I am paraphrasing. <laughs> Apart from the word fucking, I think I'm pretty much back on. Like He goes, I don't even know who you are. So she hates him and he's like, I don't even know who What are you?
1: Was it three or five years? Uh, It was
0: five years. Yeah, so... It was at least five years' difference between the snap and when... The the next film, yeah. yeah. So it could be when it originally happened.
1: Yeah, pre... Vision
0: disappeared. Because she was there when Vision went.
1: She was, yeah.
0: And all of a sudden Thanos disappears. She can't cope. And she create this scenario where she envision live this life that the the happiness she knows is only being portrayed through terrible bloody American TV shows. Not seeing the terrible, sorry, that's a that's a bad analogy. But all she oh. knows is what's being portrayed through American TV shows. Yeah, which each episode would portray whatever DVD. TV uh, it shows the portray, and I don't know because of what fucking American TV shows. I got bewitched. Well, I assume bewitched. I guess. Well, not until last. (laughs) I thought Bewitched on the first, second and third, so I'm not quite sure.
1: Yeah, when she was doing all the, um, like, cooking
0: the meal and everything's just floating around. Yeah, but again, the only American TV show I watched as a kid was Bewitched, so it could have been anyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the others.
0: I don't even know what others were. They Golden Girls? You just named his shows now. You've got no frame of reference, have you? <laughs> I, I literally have no frame of reference for American old American Match? TV shows. Maybe Match will be in there? No. I mean, that was in the early 90s, was it not? Yeah, but like, well, they're was coming rate forward rate. in time, aren't they? Like they were, yeah, I don't know What they were black and white and then... Start from. Colour. When did colour TV start? 60s? I think this Well, is even if you said a short, a short decade, so you went fifties, sixties were black and white, seventies was color. So you still have eighties, nineties, noise.
1: There might be more for those eras because there was more shows, wasn't there?
0: I, in all fairness, I thought there'd be more black and white.
1: Oh, they're going to do like a fucking Fraser episode. That would be amazing.
0: Visions bring
1: us Seinfeld. Just another neurotic vision.
0: And then you've got Seinfeld. Oh god! Yeah, Roxanne. Everybody loves
1: Raymond. Vision as Costanza. That would be amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, like you don't know where they're gonna go. Or how many episodes are going to be? Like you say, if they were doing one per decade, they've got to try and find the best one for that decade to then replicate. If they've done 50s, 60s now on the 70s, they've got 80s, 90s, and... I don't, well, I don't even know how much in this season is going to be.
1: Yeah, I've not heard, like, how many episodes they're going to do.
0: It's a, it's a weird one because you'd think it was it, it would seem pointless for them to then go back in time as well <clears throat> you know what I mean it, it would seem pointless for them to bring out TV shows to then go this is what happened four years ago you'd expect a continuity
1: you would but it gives them more options doesn't it because they're going to have a Scarlett Johansson film I can't remember the part she played Black Widow
0: yeah, Black Widow expecting to have a Black Widow film, weren't they? Yeah, <clears throat> because she died, she was one of the only ones that
1: actually died, doesn't she?
0: Yeah. No. no, she's... She survived the click. No, she just she threw herself...
1: Oh, no, wait. No, no, yeah, she, no, she because... jumped off.
0: Yeah, because in Endgame... There's yeah. only Captain America and her that's still actually alive in the Avengers.
1: Yeah, but then she with um the new Jason Bourne, she throws herself. <laughs> <laughs> can't
0: remember his name. Who with them <laughs> <a God. laughs> Her with them or the franchise man? Yeah. Yeah, so the, when they when they go and get the the stone. The soul stone, she sacrifices herself, but that's a so for him, death
1: you yeah. can't bring back.
0: No, such so as she didn't. Gamora. She didn't reclick. No, oh, but
1: G- Gamora, they got her from the past, didn't they? So the potential Gamora that's in there now, is the past is Gamora, Gamora, not the dead Gamora, because she didn't really. She didn't know Peter Quill, did she?
0: No, and he was in love with her, wasn't he? Yeah. So could they not do that with Black Widow? If they could go to a time when she was alive and pull her out? Yeah, they could. But then that break before Hawkeye was running. Plus, you've also got Doctor Strange who could do fucking anything whenever yeah. he wants. It just stubborn, isn't he? doesn't want to. The bastard. But he, again, it leaves it all open for interpretation. Cause, um, Which isn't a bad thing.
1: It's not, no. It's a very
0: Nolan-esque thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nolan needs anything to. Anything. Have you watched Tenants since we last spoke? I've only watched it once. I really want to watch it again. I've only watched it once, and I, I do need to watch it again because I, I,
1: after I found out that Kenneth Branagh, Keith Branagh, Kenneth Branagh was speaking backwards, so that the scene was filmed in one way. That's
0: it. Yeah. I sent you that link, didn't it I? Did, yeah, yeah, like showing like,
1: yeah. what he's saying, because it's not just speaking the word backward, it's getting like the right tone and the inflection and that's things.
0: N- that's Nolan down to a T. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to do things to look right. He wants to do things that are right. And that makes a film a film like. But again, if if you were a normal person watching it, you would never have thought, oh yeah, he's filmed that backwards. You just oh, got no, you wouldn't. Like It's, it's backwards.
1: You just put a green screen up and did
0: it all separately. That's the logical thing yeah. to do, but. Yeah, most people would have filmed that and then reversed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going, like, no, no, I want my actor to learn them words backwards. <laughs> Perfect. We're paying you. You will learn them backwards. <laughs> and I want you to act it perfectly backwards. It's what I'm paying you for. It's what I want you to do. It's, it's the weird walk backwards as well. Because.
1: When you walk backwards, it's not like if I said, I'll oh, just walk backwards to your door. You would walk very differently to if I reversed yeah. you walking. So it's like... it's yeah, it's just physically learn to
0: walk backwards. Which, when we spoke about it, like, for James Patterson to be the next Batman... I, 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 I like the trailer. Pattinson. I said James Patterson. He was the author, author, author he? wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he's the author. He wrote them books... <laughs> For Robert Patterson, the actor, to be a Bond f- person in the trailer as Batman when he's got his cowl on, he looks very good. As a Bruce Wayne, he looks fucking terrible. Now, I wondered how that would work, but after watching Tennant, I have more faith. I, oh, God. I will, I will, hands up, go, James Patterson, Robert Patterson. Fucking, Sorry, <laughs> Robert, Robert Patterson acted a fucking blinder. Like he he, yeah.
1: he, 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 st- he stole that for me because I was not expecting that performance from him. No, then, no. Like, again, I, like I, when I seen him, I wrote him off. Yeah, oh god, yeah, I just thought oh, it's the fucking the kid from Twilight and It's a,
0: how it's, it's it. a vine that we, It's a vine. Uh, vine that <Exactly>. The vampire nonce, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? That's what I thought. He's, he's that fucking vampire, vampire, <laughs> he's that vampire nonce. I'm not interested yeah. in this bullshit. I suppose. And then he did it. He did it fucking
1: really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like he he did it so well. I'm like, yeah, I'll, credit where credit's due. Yeah.
1: Like, I went into it thinking, oh, God, I almost wanted to hate him because of his past performances that I haven't actually seen. I must clarify.
0: <laughs> but I was like... Oh, I'll, I'll agree. With, okay. I, yeah, I haven't seen any... Well, I've seen, like, one of the vampire things. Not through... I wanted to watch it, but it was on. And, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, he's one of them vampire nonsense Not that I've ever watched his performance, but... I assume they're sorry. all
1: vampire nonces, yeah.
0: I'm assuming the shit let's
1: be fair if you're a vampire that's 400 years old someone in their 60s that's that's borderline isn't it that's nancy. well so someone in their 20s is like ooh that's 380 years younger than you uh, yeah
0: that's definitely a bit so I'm assuming they're all vampires. borderline borderline yeah but again he's, he's one of them shitty vampire chick flicks he's obviously not built for Fancy fucking sci-fi action films, but like you say, credit where credit's due. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. He he played the fucking blind. I like. And it, absolute blinder. He's got the chin of a Bruce Wayne. Like he's got such a chiselled face. Well, in in that yes, but from the clips I've seen of him in the new Batman film, he looks like this weird emo teenager. Creep. Oh, he's doing the emo Kev Batman. Oh. Okay. But I would I I prefer Kim like, chemo. <laughs> <Okay>. That white <laughs> wine must be good, isn't it? Uh, what am I on now? I'm on Flagstone Poetry, South African. Who's doing the Batman? It's not, it's obviously not normal. He's not going back <laughs> to that. Who's doing the Batman? Sorry, I didn't realise it was a dance. Who's making that? <laughs> it's diversity <laughs> doing the Batman. <laughs> Well,
1: Robert Pattinson is doing the
0: Batman. Clearly,
1: <laughs> who is directing the Batman?
0: <laughs> Robert Pattman. Robert Pattman. Oh Pat- my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my Robert Robert Pattman's doing the Batman. <laughs> I don't even know what it's
1: called. I've just typed in Batman, but that was a bad choice because obviously there's a <laughs> yeah. fucking lot of Batman.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for... I'll look a, for uh, James Patterson Batman. A, <laughs> <rig a period laughs> it's, it's not bringing me any <laughs> any help whatsoever.
1: Oh, there's quite a cool Batman dressing gown. The, it's called The Batman. It's out next year. It's called The Batman?
0: Yeah. It's directed uh, by Matt Reeves. Mm-hmm. I don't know that is. Uh, no, no that. Other films Matt Reeves has done has Let Me In, War Against Planet of the Apes, Dawn of Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield. Which Cloverfield? Just number one. Uh, Is it? Yes, it not it. Just called Cloverfield, yeah. So he's done War of Planet of the Apes, Dawn of Planet of the Apes, Let Me In, Cloverfield. Conviction Miracles Felicity the T V series.
1: I saw that the um, the James Bond was delayed again.
0: Yeah, I think they finished it. They're just trying to put it off yeah, when it. cinemas are back in, just so they make as much money as possible. That's it. They were
1: worried after um Tenant made money but not enough money.
0: Yeah. Once they realised that TV shows that were being released didn't make as much money as the hope that we're going to make, uh, the bottle that like uh, Wonder Woman's been released for, like you can I can buy it on Sky, but it's like sixteen quid. I I watched it legally through Disney Plus because it's on there. You joking? No, no, it's on Disney Plus. Oh, I didn't realise that. I'm pretty pretty. 1984.
1: 1984, yeah. I watched it. I
0: really enjoyed it. Oh, I didn't realise it was on. had Pedro Pascal in it as well. I don't know who he is, but I'll stick you with Oh, the guy from Narcos. I watched it.
1: Oh, Narcos is a fantastic show. Um, I, I actually like Narcos Mexico as well, if I'm honest.
0: It's on my list, but I've just not got a He He played... Um, oh, it's, it's the Mandalorian, of course. Oh, shit, yeah. Him from Game of Thrones.
1: Yes. Something Martell.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. How far are you on Mandalorian?
1: I'm up to date. I finished the. Have you watched the last episode?
0: I don't think I watched the last episode of series one. Then
1: I will. I will not. I've <laughs> oh, yeah, done series one. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, well behind.
0: Yeah. The last... I think. I think I've bought like episode five or six of series one.
1: Oh the end episode of season two is like, it was amazing. What have you been eating and drinking lately? Oh, eating. So as I mentioned previously, i got the HelloFresh kit. Yeah. Uh, they, they give you too much rice, in my opinion. Which rice? I, too much rice. They gave me like 300 grams of rice for four meals. So what I did was, I used one of the, so the rice came in two bags, which was handy. I used one of them, 150 grams. And then I just had two meals instead of four, because I'm not going to lie, the portions for four people were a bit poor. It was like 90% rice. I was like, yeah, fuck that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to split my main into two and then have some rice with it, which I feel worked better. Other than that, what else have I been eating? That's pretty much it. My diet has been fairly boring recently. Nope. I've been hello-freshing it. I have a North Indian lamb and lentil curry. That was good. We had fish and chips at work delivered. That was quite satisfying.
0: Ooh, posh.
1: It is, yeah. A, I don't know why, but it's just really fun to get food delivered to work. Crosses. It's, it's a special treat. It is a, It just feels cheeky. like You walk through reception. People look at you. They can smell you and chips. And you're like, yeah, fuck you.
0: Yeah, I'll work fish it. chips. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I went to a, a high street store. It's not really a high street store. It's a high street store around here. And I, I know, I walked past the reduced aisle. And I seen a pie reduced from four pound pounds now, by pie, I mean literally. Like, it was it was a fucking handful pie. It was a tiny little pie that was four pound.
1: What kind of pie?
0: Was it the one I picked up? Was a chicken, a roast chicken and ham pie. Okay. It was four pound for a handful. Of, like I'm not even joking. Like you could put it in your hand for fucking four pound. And I was like, what kind of pie would cost four pound? That was that good, and that small. Truly, it's utter bullshit. And it was reduced down to £1.36. So I thought, fuck it, I'll buy it <laughs> and see what a four pound pie tastes like. I and what you, did a four pound pie taste like? It's you not. That was one of the best pies I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, for the utter size of it, I got fitted in my hand, no bother. It was It was honestly, you know, when you pick like, a Ginster's pie up was smaller than against this pie. Yeah. And it was four pound from Booths. And this pie is probably is certainly the best pie I've had this year.
1: You see, now I get stick for the rare occasions that I'll go to like Mike's Spencer's to buy stuff. But some of the shit they have there is just not on par with anywhere else. Like they do yum nuts, which are doughnuts made out of yum yum. Because Yum Yum is, like, stacked yeah, yeah. pastry. So they make donuts out of that. I'm sorry. I think they're, like... They're maybe £4 for three, or they're £3 for three. I don't know. they come coming a little pack. My fucking God, they're amazing. No other supermarket comes close. Like, the quality of some of those things is absurd. Yeah, yeah was- I could see that a £4 pie was amazing. But, again, I would not have paid £4. For it.
0: <laughs> no, I would never have paid £4 for it. But, like... I mean, the pastry, that could have been more pastry. But film-wise, honestly, oh, one of the best I've ever had. And I, I only really say I only got it because it was £1.36. And thought, There's no way anyone would pay £4 for a pie. I, I, I would contemplate paying £4 for that pie. <laughs> who who made the pie? Booth's. It was a Booth's booth, home. Booth's I, own pie. It was oh. Booth's own pie.
1: Oh, wow, that's impressive.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. It, was, it wasn't it was like a, 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 it was their own pie. It wasn't a brand or anything. It was their own pie. Which for £4 for a handheld pie, I thought that's ridiculous. But taste-wise, the best pie. Uh, no fairness, the best pie I've had in years. Uh,
1: but where's your usual pie place? Anywhere. Greg's.
0: Greg's. No. Insta's. No, probably it's Cranston's.
1: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, OK, I can see that. Cranston's is not bad, but have you ever have you ever stopped at Regged If you've got a spare £50 note, <laughs> my God, like the pies there are
0: absurd. Do you know what's better than the pies at Reghead? Scotch eggs. Oh, fuck the selection of scotch eggs they've got as well. Oh. it's not just an egg in sausage meat. It is, it's a selection of films and a selection of meats. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, they're bang on them, like...
1: Like, every time I go to Cumbria, I stop at Reghead. Not always for fuel, always (laughs) to get a pie or something. Always to
0: get some food, yeah. No, Because it's the same
1: people that have uh, TV services, isn't it?
0: Oh, is it? I didn't didn't realise that.
1: Like... I don't want to say company. I don't think it's a company. but Family. So, Interestingly, um, the guy that has TBA Services has one at Gloucester. So when I drive home, if I go all the way down the M6 to the M5, I think, it, there's another service station. I noticed the sign was quite similar because you know this generic service station sign is yeah. a fucking metal pole and a piece of shit metal. Well, this was like a, a dry stone wall almost signed for like, Cost the services and I was like what the fuck so I pulled it in and I'm like it is it's like TV it's, it's TV so certainly beautiful yeah so they've got a second one somewhere else I'm like yeah that's a fantastic service uh, nice. service station it's expensive as fuck because it's a
0: service station but it's yeah. pie it's not a cheeky pie there was it's a it's a pie but yeah I mean it's cheeky because it costs For a mouthful of pie, but but yeah, you can't you can't beat a good pie. Um, what's ever I I, I bought? I had some lemon sole last night. The fish, lemon sole,
1: sole is in like
0: not shoe sole,
1: yeah,
0: but the fish lemon sole you have
1: never, never had so.
0: No, it, it's it's not a big fish. It's a flat fish. But it's not big fish. It's not like a John Dory, which is a big flat fish. It's like a small flat fish.
1: When you say flat fish, I'm thinking like
0: a manta ray flat fish. Is that like that kind of fish? Yeah, kind of. You might want to Google it. Yeah, it, you're not far away. It, yeah, it's flat. When I say flat, I mean, yeah, it's flat like a manta ray. But it looks like a fish. Anyway, they had them on special in Sainsbury's for like 75 pence because they're out with date yellow stickers. Um so we had them with some risotto. Really nice, fucking ridiculously bony.
1: Oh god, yeah, I'm just looking at it now.
0: Yeah, it's beyond bony. Oh. Yeah, so fuck no, me. Not only have you got the boniness of its skeleton, but you've got the boniness of its fins. Oh. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. Nice. But a nightmare.
1: And when it's a lemon sole, it's lemon because of the toppings you add to it? It's not like a special...
0: No, no, it's called, it's called a lemon sole. Regardless of the toppings. Plus, oh, so it's not like... It's not like a sole, and then we add lemon to it. It's called a lemon.
1: Yeah, I thought like some lemon sole is like the name of the fish.
0: Yeah, no, the, the fish is called lemon sole, not like the fish is called... Um, we had lemon to it. Probably was like a marinade in, in no, lemon no, no. or something. I was no,
1: thinking, no. is it um, sous vide? Sous vide? The where they just heat it or something?
0: Yeah, sous vide is like a water bathed food. So you can right. sous vide anything. So like you tend to vacuum it and then boil it, but not boil it at, like lower temperature. So if you sous vide a steak, you'd like vacuum it and then put it in water. And then get it up to the. Yeah. exact temperature you need to cook it to do whatever on the inside preferences yeah. so see you want the inside to be five you'd cook it all so it was all 55 degrees throughout so it was cooked and then you'd flush the outside so, you, ah, so you'd still chuck it in the pan to quickly just sear it yeah because you what you want you want to caramelize the outside you want to caramelize the skin but the inside will be cooked well, you know, if you had a raw steak and chucked it in a pan and caramelized it outside, the inside would still be raw. So when you'd sous vide, you want to cook it through thoroughly at a low temperature. So the inside got to say 55, but then the outside you could quickly flash in a pan with some butter to give that caramelization.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Because then you, uh, yeah. You don't really have as much ambiguity between getting it to say medium perfectly, or know, yeah. however you like your steak.
0: Yes, yeah, so you could cook it to medium rare right, perfectly throughout, and then when you come to serve it, you could quickly, yeah, sear it on the outside, give it the caramelization, which gives it the flavour, but you're perfectly cooked on the inside. Good idea. Though. Uh, well, obviously, that's what top chefs think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking we have a water bath at work I might start taking my own steak well as long as you vacuum pack it you'll be all right. I've got a vacuum pack a vacuum sealer here oh what do you use that for uh meat actually storing stick your meat in it (laughs) it's like your own
1: it's like your own fleshlight
0: (laughs) (laughs) as long as you season season your meat put a bit of oil in and the backpack it.
1: Season it, beat it, back seal it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Every time. So at Christmas, um, what did he chop? I think he it was either what part did of he the chop? carrots or something. And my granddad was like, Have you seen how much he's throwing away? I said, yeah, I've watched him chop carrots and just basically make them into a square. I'm like, have you seen how much you're chucking away in it?
0: Doesn't care. Yeah, I can imagine your granddad not being overly keen on that, like. yeah. It's like he grate them
1: perfectly to get just the skin off but none of the carrot, and then chop them. Whereas Nick was like, yeah, I'm just going to make it into a square and cut off all of this that has skin.
0: This a massive bit of carrot. I'm going to make one <laughs> cube out of one carrot. And his brother's like, what the fuck are you doing? Where's not that food for? It's like half a carrot. What you been gaming this week? Oh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Well, bugger me, so
1: have I. <laughs> Have you got a patch yet?
0: Yes, the patch has finally come through, and I can complete. I've completed my London segment, thanks to Ubisoft being fucking useless
1: and taking
0: weeks, two months. Oh, yeah, at least at least a month since I complained that the fact I couldn't complete it to f- actually complete it. So now I've done that. Yeah, I'm 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 starting to get there now. Yeah, I've I've
1: just completed London and I've moved on to whatever is west of the camp, but I can't think what it is called. Because they've all got old school names, that's the thing.
0: Leicester? Oxenfordshire. Oxenfordshire. Yeah. What level are you? uh, I'm
1: 107 is my... Score or whatever that is,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm about 180. something. 80? Yeah, Fuck. that's before doing London.
1: Yeah, I, I still need to go back to uh, Asgard.
0: See, now I finished yeah. Asgard, and today I went back. No, last night I went back to Jornheim, which is the next segment from Asgard, right.
1: Because I was like, I wasn't high enough level to do Asgard. I did the first mission to start it, where you close the gate. And I basically uh, ran around, got them to follow me, ran to Thor, got them to fight Thor, and then ran and quickly closed the gate. Because it was like two hits, I'm dead. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I've done that, right. Now I'll go back to England and I'll wait till I've levelled up to an appropriate level to go back to Valhalla. So I
0: I think it's 90, as they suggested. I'm past that now, so I need to go back and do those missions. See, the thing with Assassin's Creed Origins, Origins, that was very, like, I remember getting level 20, and I think I was 18, and the, the person I had fight was 20, and it was such a distinct level, I couldn't defeat it. So i give up on it, and there was that big of a map, where with this one, the levels aren't as bad as what the, the predecessors were?
1: Yes. Because I'm I'm 107, and I took on I can't what the... You know when you raid somewhere to get supplies? Yeah. It was red. It was like, mm. I was not that level. It might have been 160. And with patience, and a couple of times, I can do it from 50. 50- 53 levels, or skill yeah. levels below them. It takes a lot longer, but
0: I was like, I kind of want to upgrade my character, <laughs> so I'm going to fucking plough through. Yeah, if, if you if you hold back from fighting and just get the raided bit, you, you'll be alright, yeah. I, I just love running in with, like, two axes.
1: Fucking me and Ava just having at it.
0: No, I could have chose any weapons because with the level I'm at, I've always had two axes. And then yesterday, I realized I had a hammer. So I've got, a hammer, I've got a hammer in my right hand, and now I've got an axe in my left. But I haven't played enough to realize what the difference is. But you can, you can switch as well. There's like key combinations
1: that you press, and they'll throw it into the other hand.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I've unlocked. I think I've unlocked that within the schematics of. Are you
1: using your dad's axe? Yes. I've I've just used Varian's axe throughout. I'm like, I also I'm only wearing the
0: Ravens Clan clothes. I've only just changed like, from the Ravens Clan, but I've, whatever I've changed to, I've kept continuity, so the whole outfit's the same.
1: Yeah, see, I, I do have another outfit, but I'm like, fucking Ravens Clan
0: for life. Well, yeah, I'm that's gonna upgrade what that-
1: it and I'm going to use it. That's
0: it. That's what I thought, and then I've got this other one that's similar, but just slightly off. But it's not like this Western thing. It's like that's their kind of style. So, but I've bought hairdos and tattoos as well. So, but no, it's still not quite good. Actually, to be fair, I'm pleased of sorted the the missions up because I bought, <laughs> played it like for fifty hours, and then I've kind of lost hope in it. But now I'm back on it. I'm pleased.
1: Yeah, it's a see So I haven't played Cyberpunk in a while. I loved it. I loved the game, but I'm so I put in like 120 hours into The Witcher, and I'm pretty sure if I put The Witcher in now, I probably still got missions to do. Like there's still things for me to get on with. I'm in Cyberpunk. I'm at the stage now where I'm at the last mission because it mentions beyond this point is yeah. the ending so I just haven't done that I was like oh this go moved around but like I love the game it just I don't think it was big enough
0: I like a big game so you know I've done the end of mission and I think I've done every variant of the end of mission because when oh, you get to you've
1: come back and then
0: so when you get to it it says like any further from this point there is no saves so I did one version of it, finished the game, went back to the save before that, did the next one, went back to the save before that, did the next one. So I think I've done it about four or five right. times. So I think I've done every ending and every ending always takes you back to the same place. Although you finish the game, it takes you back to that beginning of that mission. So it doesn't matter what you do. It's like, yeah. You finish the game, but there's still more game to do. But I had loads of missions to do. So whether or not... It'll, I mean, obviously, i It'll still tell you you can go back to it, but you probably got less than me to do. But you, you only do...
1: You, you go back to the save before you did the last mission, don't you? So you'll always have the last mission to do.
0: Yeah, so whatever you were up to before you said, yes, I will do this mission you'll start back from there.
1: Yeah. So the last mission will always be in your mission log. Yeah. Oh, you've got this mission to do. Yeah, so I hate that. <laughs> so I even with the outer worlds, so I was like, I kind of want to end it.
0: Yeah, so even if you've got one mission or 100 missions left to do, when you start the last mission, you will, you'll will that's your last save point. Because there's no going back. Once you start that last mission, that is it, like... That is between from there to death whatever your death may be it's from there to death
1: it's going to be yeah oh,
0: yeah that's it's annoying. annoying it's annoying when you choose the wrong me- death you need to go back <laughs> thankfully you can fucking go back
1: i do all like 12 of them
0: yeah I think I've done 5 the first one I did, I was so disappointed in myself, I chose the wrong option. This <laughs> <laughs> is so fucking horrifying. Only... You see, that's what I liked about The Witcher, because
1: I didn't look at the ending options, but the ending options required you to do earlier things to get a specific ending. Yeah. And I got what would be my favourite ending once I read all the other endings. So I was like, Yeah, I got the fucking best ending just by fluke because I made the right choices throughout the game, because I couldn't have gone, oh, okay, I'll go back. to I, I usually have a lot of saves. I was like, yeah, I could have gone back 20 hours <laughs> and started again. It's like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to accept my fate. So I was really lucky with that, that I got the ending that I would prefer.
0: Yeah, well, I think I texted you playing Cyberpunk, and I was like, I think I picked the wrong fucking ending here. For me going, like, let's end it now, and start the mission to like five minutes later going fuck I'm dead (laughs) 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 what the fuck have I done but yeah like you say with with this one well I thought you'd you'd be kind of directed into one ending no there's lots of different endings like yeah I'm going to have to finish it I can't leave it unended no, it's worth finishing, but it's whenever you finish it, they'll say, like, look, you haven't finished the game, we'll send you back to that beginning point before you walk in the club, and you can finish the game, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I and mean, then, yeah, you can go through the other endings.
0: Yeah, so, seeing as I've finished all other endings, I've now gone back to that, but since then, I haven't played it again. What have you bought recently, Lawrence? Oh,
1: I recently bought a digital piano.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. steady on now. She was oh, on. yes.
1: yep. it's pretty fucking cool, I must admit. How many keys uh, has it got? 88. Oh, my All God. Array.
0: That's a That's a full array. Uh,
1: Semi-weighted.
0: Uh, semi-weighted, what does that mean? It it means
1: just fully weighted, because, you know, obviously a piano, you press and you're pushing the hammer. So that has some resistance, whereas an unweighted one would just be like you press the button, and nothing happens. Whereas a semi weighted one is like artificially weighted to try and replicate a normal piano.
0: That sounds fancy. Because
1: otherwise, if you learn on a keyboard that has no resistance, if you try and play on a piano, you're suddenly moving on to something that's pushing back and it's very different. <laughs> Combined with my Oculus Quest VR headset, there is an app on that which shows you, it maps to your piano, so it has hand recognition, and you can map your piano into it. And it will show you, if you put in the MIDI file of the song, the notes that you have to play scroll down the invisible screen onto the piano. It's fucking amazing. So you, they drop. it's kind of like Guitar Hero, but it's the piano that's physically in front of you. That's fancy. Like, it's seriously impressive. It's not easy. Like, my. No, I can't imagine it's not. I was playing Moonlight Sonata number one at 15% speed. And I could just do it because you've got like a long time to see where the note comes at 15%. But my God, even then, I'm like, this is still difficult. Another song I've tried to learn. I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I spent like 10 minutes going from the first. the so the first like three not the bars. First, three notes, the first three bars, yeah, like fuck yeah and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's difficult, let me say, but fun, I'm still enjoying it, so
0: yeah we we got a uh my last's mom shared a a keyboard that was going out, I was like I'll take it, and I, I wanna learn, so I found a youtube video, video one showed you where like ear was and how to work back from a but being able to play guitar and all like A, B, C, D, F, G, you know what I mean? So I can work out where the notes are. Yeah. And then episode two was like learn how to read music. I'm like, whoa, whoa. This episode one showed me how to play guitar. Like play play the piano. I don't expect lesson two to learn me how to learn music. You know what yeah, I mean? how to read music. Yeah. Like I've I've been playing like I've been playing guitar for like this year 20 year and never once have I needed to go I need to know how to use, learn to read music <laughs> like lesson two on this piano thing it's like let's read music like, I- I've literally just figured out I'll play the piano let's try not to read the music it's it seems a little bit uh pretentious for what we need at the minute love <laughs> so yeah I put that in the cupboard that's been there <laughs> Well, actually, to be fair, I have got out uh, the other day. I thought, I'm going to write a a new theme tune to the podcast. And then I played four notes and I fucked this put (laughs) on (laughs) the (laughs) back. Oh, nicely done, Andy. So, yeah, I tried anyway, you know what I mean? The effort was there.
1: Uh, Yeah, I would would offer to try and make something, but I am not there. (laughs) No. I'm so not there.
0: Yeah, I luckily I had a song that was already saved, so I was like, I'll use that instead. I've had proper writer's block lately. Don't know what it is. Musically? Yeah, really struggling musically. Just absolute blankness.
1: Maybe the um, the repetition of lockdown and life is finally caught up.
0: Maybe, like I say, not much has changed for me. Maybe it's what it is, maybe it's because it's the same old, same old. But yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely struggling to even just learn anything. Do you know what I bought recently? Go on. You'd be really oh, excited about sh- this. Show and tell. <laughs> Go on. It's a drill.
1: Oh, Makita. Ooh. Oh, that is quite posh.
0: But yeah. I, I kind of got wrong when I said how much I paid for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Go on. How much
0: did you pay for it? (laughs) £170. Which marks it as the most expensive uh, thing I've purchased this year. Until next time,
1: online.